Welcome back to another episode of Shir Hashirim. I want to focus on a... I, I, th- I don't know how we'll do it, but I, I'm thinking we'll do it by a certain section, so... There's a group of Sukkim where she describes the... That I, I am I'm dark and beautiful, which I, I don't know, that has some resonance, you know. This very anachronistic, you know, but the, the black is beautiful movement today. Uh, daughters of Jerusalem, like the like the tents of Keder, which is a, I mean, a tribal group in Jordan, like the curtains of Shlomo. And don't look on me. Al tiruni shani shachachores she zafsani hashemesh bnei imi nachruvi samuni notre es karmim kar karmishali lonatarti. Beautiful words. And then. She says, "Don't don't look down. Don't mock me because I I'm dark. It's now it's interesting. This word has it's a double, and this appears for other colors. So this is that partial partial part of my darkness is because of this, because the sun shined down on me. And then she writes, B'nai me that the my 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 the brothers of the sons of my mother, my brothers, they they chose me and they placed me to guard the, their." Karim, but their vineyard, but I didn't guard my vineyard. What does that mean? This is a weird start. So first we, we talk about the love connection. The first thing is the, the narrator is talking about is how flawed they are. Now, um, I, I'm not saying flawed is in that, that there's anything wrong with the dark skin. No problem, right? The, this is actually very interesting is this connects to Mishnah in the guy. Which the guy is right the the skin issues with skin, but there's a very interesting mission that says that B'nai Israel that they're 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 not like that. What colors the, the people in B'nai Israel they're they're medium, which is not so it's not like the pale Ashkenazim or you know that they were dark skinned in ancient times. But this is talking about more like sunburned. It's not talking because if we look at the context, what does it mean to be dark skinned? In the, that world is someone who works in the field. Even today, in many countries in the Near East or whatever, is that the people, uh, that the richer, wealthier people, right, have light skin because if I'm in the sun, my skin gets darker. So dark skin conveys a sense of poverty that I have to work for myself rather than have other people work for me. So that she, she says that the reason that she's dark right, is that because of her... First, she says, I'm dark and beautiful. And then after that, she, she paraphrased that statement, but don't don't mock me because of my darkness. For, and for two reasons. That one is that the sun... And the other one is that... Um, one is that because my siblings, that they made me do something for them, and I didn't get to do... I didn't get to keep my care. So what does this relate... What's the metaphorical meaning? Um... So there's two, several approaches. The first is the Targum approach. The Targum on Shir Shirin is not really a Targum in the sense what you think of like Targum Unkalos. This is very metaphorical. The Targum on the Ksuvim is kind of weird because interesting, the Gemar mentioned doesn't, says that we don't have a Targum for Ksuvim. It says that these are too many secrets about the Mashiach so they can never do a Targum. But that's obviously not true. Great question. Why, why do we have that? I don't know. Just putting that out there. So... That there's a darkness, and the Targum interprets that who are dark, B'nai Yisrael, when they're coming out of the Midbar, 
because the the first part is this like exp deep expression of love and then that goes into darkness um that because first there was a t period where Bnei Israel they're enchanted with God the second part is when they go in what do they do the Egel Zahav so that they're darkened by shame and say it's not our fault first because of our the the conditions we were in the we we were in the desert. We didn't know what to do. And the second thing is that previously, what what, did, what was the care? Because they were they were forced to, to do a voda in Mitzrayim. So that's a really interesting interpretation. And that's one of the big ones. Um, the the second one is uh, so the, there's first the and the second one is um. Is more as spiritual as that, like the Swarno says that I, I, I may be like you that you shouldn't judge someone by the outside. That it, I, it might be that I've I've done some you know bad things, but despite that, in my interior that I I know about that I've Yadias Hashem, and the the Malbim has a whole deeper thing that that it reflects on the the spiritual condition that on one hand because Jews are driven by their environment, and the other hand that. The the different uh, the the gashmias as opposed to rochnias that the the right we have the the nefesh which it comes in pure into the body, but on one hand our environment leads us, on the other hand uh, the the different elements of our uh, nefesh lead us in the reach. So it's either that we and what is the karam? I I really want to focus on that because the karam is a big theme throughout Yashin, and the karam represents. The, the love uh, between the people. In the end, the final line is are talking about that I, I can keep my karam, shlo, shlo, my, my vineyard is mine, Shlomo, you can keep your vineyards. And what is a vineyard is, it's just that this motif also comes up a lot in Tanakh. There's a big thing in Ishahu, the song of the vineyard, where the Hashem's lordship over the people is compared to a, a tender of a vineyard. What does a vineyard bring? A vineyard brings peros, fruit. And this is the vineyard of Torah. Now, this is my interpretation, but I'm, I'm drawing on some things I read. Right? That we, we, we describe it in the first first Barak um, and that these are the things that bring their payrolls for Olam Hazan, Olam Haba, right? Kibud um, Aim, and Talmud Torah Kinegid Kulam. We say that. So the fruits that I, I exerted myself for labor. There's nothing necessarily wrong with being dark skinned. It's it's good to work, but that 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 my work I didn't benefit from my own labor, which is the worst thing. Right? That's it was that was the whole thing with slavery that someone doesn't benefit from their own labor. Um, and so that Bnei Israel didn't benefit from their own labor. And even individually, we we each don't benefit from our labor because we work for the pursuit of you know material goals. The the gashmias. So to say, wealth, um, power. When and by doing so, we we abandon our own camp. So that's thinking that our brothers are. It's just reflecting the different spiritual states. What you can see is that our brothers are the other nations because that we we work for the the benefit of the other nations. You know, uh, throughout history, the, the Jew was always the intermediary, and always the you know the court the the whole term of a court Jew and. 
that because that they were the people who kept the wealth and money going between all the kings and banks, like the Rothschilds, famously, right? But that, what did that lead to the spiritual satisfaction in terms of that? That by pursuing those goals, that, and even today, right, that we pursue our goals that both because of our the society and because of the the, the um, our individual state. And these are the two reasons that the moment picks up that I, that we can each see ourselves in the as like the I'm sure leaving the time that that we we had our own Egel Zahav, right? And that Egel Zahav is in terms of that as much as it's so cliche to say this though you know that we're not able to exert so much time in the Torah, right? The the, the whole concept that to be the manda skin boraisa that we say in Kaddish, the one, the ones who exert themselves, and that this exertion is the the one that brings its the real fruits because we we might be a good businessman, right? That might bring you money, right? That's only short short term, not even just olam haba olam hazeh, but just that how how much how long can money last you, but as opposed to spiritual satisfaction. So that's something really interesting, you know, that we should each think to ourselves. Um, Karen Shalit Lona Tarki that I I did not keep my Karen, and and then to to think about what's the most famous you know Jewish vineyard in history. Uh, this is not actually it's, it wasn't actually a vineyard but Karen Beyavna, the first yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael after the destruction of the temple is Karen Beyavna. It wasn't in a vineyard. It's called that because it looks like a vineyard. But and now we can see a continuation of the pasuk that here Ben Israel compl- is complaining that they did not keep their vineyard. And that they didn't benefit from it, but in the greatest time of destruction, despair, they, they they create a vineyard after the destruction of the temple. And you know, they, now when we're not in a time of despair, I mean, although we're in the times of post-Holocaust, that how how can we create our counts? Not just in the individual scale, but on the national scale. So that's something we're thinking about. Thank you.